Just as a reminder, you can visit us at thepandapod.com. That's thepandapod.com. To grab our RSS feed, listen directly, and share PandaPod with your family and friends. You can also reach us directly via email through podcast at thepandapod.com. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, welcome to the Panda Pod. Uh, I'm your host, Wiggy, and we have with us Jeff and Rab today. Hello. Hey there. And today we're going to talk a little bit about billionaires. Um, you could also claim that this may be our Eat the Rich episode. Um, so we're going to go ahead and start off by asking um, a couple questions, and we'll, we'll kind of get into it. So my my question for today is, who is your least favorite billionaire and why? Um, I've been starting off with Jeff recently, so this time I'm going to switch it up and we're going to go with Rab. So Rab, who's your least favorite billionaire and why? Yeah, so um, I think probably, at least out of the ones that I know about, have a public persona, um, Bill Gates. And why is, uh, well, he's involved in a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously, Microsoft has some pretty scummy practices, but um, there's a lot more to what he does um, with his outreach. Um, For instance, he's really involved in, like, privatizing public schools. That's um, a big initiative of him. Uh, Or actually, really, it's more like replacing um, public schools with pri- with charter schools, right? Um, obviously, no one's talk no one's talking about selling off public schools to, to private companies or anything like that. But um, trying to supplant them with charter schools is a big thing that he does. Um, so why are you why are you against that point so much? What's the the big gripe that you have with that? Well, um, I mean, I think that one of the last unions that we have in this country that's actually kind of strong at least i mean most of them are individual state unions but it's teachers unions right and a lot of um i mean chart the the part of the reason the charter schools are being pushed is because those staff are not unionized they're not required to join a teachers union or even have the option to potentially yeah see how that could be a problem um, you know, when you when you privatize like that, I mean, they they would have the option of doing that and creating a new one. However, there is already a a proper proper union in effect with public schools, and they're already established. It's quite difficult to um, get a new union off the ground. Right, and I mean, and the schools will ultimately be accountable to you know no one, uh, even less than they are now. Right. I mean, as bad as it is with like schools being accountable to like mothers against Harry Potter books or whatever, <laughs> even worse than that these days. Um, you know, I still feel like that's it's probably preferable for the to them being accountable to the likes of Bill Gates. I feel like charter schools are disproportionately like inaccessible to like minorities as well. 
Yeah, that's interesting. There's something about like the lottery system that in, in like how those are, are divvied out or something like that. Yeah, um, a lot of the way that it works is that they'll like issue um, like vouchers uh, right, yeah. instead. The school, the the states do um, that kind of give equivalent funding to uh, the charter schools, right? But then they they're they're technically public schools, but or sorry, I guess like they they technically have to accept all of the students, but they you know they can run it in a way that you know can be discriminatory right right yeah yeah and not to mention that they also disproportionately get more money from the state than the public schools do um per per capita student um the class sizes are smaller um because they don't accept as many students and they also get more money than public schools most of the time um and so they're able to they're i mean you could say that there's a benefit on that side but what you're really doing is making sure a lot of kids don't get a proper education and you're catering to the few who whether or not it's through connections or of their parents or whatever the case may be they're getting a much more specific education and more time with more direct time with the teacher uh, which is is definitely unfair well i mean i guess th there's there's private schools and there's charter schools and i think that ultimately you know bill gates probably doesn't care about touching the existing private school structure right um it's more about like gutting the funding that's going to public schools by replacing it with a privatized version right and i mean you don't have that government oversight of of what can be taught as well right if it's privatized like that so private schools generally have to follow a more strict um um, schedule of what they're teaching closer to public schools but with charter schools they definitely get around that and are able to teach some um, some types of classes that you would not normally get um, access to in a public school yeah for sure well there's that's that's one thing um, there's also like the you know i think bill gates is now the largest private owner of farmland did you know that yeah i had heard that yeah so that's uh, another development. I mean, I, it, I guess that probably hasn't had quite as much time to develop like into what is he doing with the farmland? But, um, you know, it seems scary. Well, it also makes you wonder because they're the, I mean, the government has been on a, a spree of paying farmers not to farm. And so the question becomes, how, what is the percentage of, of Gates' farmland um, that's actually being utilized versus not being utilized? Like, is he the one that's that's making more money off of the farmland because he's able to actually produce goods versus other I mean, farmers? You'd have to assume. Yeah, you'd have to that assume. That he is making. Money. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to assume that. So is the so the question becomes: Is the government paying a, whatever that low flat rate is to independent farmers, and then letting people who own gigantic swaths of farmland continue to farm, and make bigger profits and create scarcity, um, so that prices are higher? Or is well, that um, is a conspiracy is... theory that I am not privy to <laughs> that was just me making up some say, stuff well, so sure 
Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the alternative is that maybe Bill Gates is sitting on a bunch of farmland and getting paid not to farm it, and that's the actually that's the whole plot. <laughs> like he's collecting. <laughs> that's the his retirement subsidies. plan. <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. I'm, I'm getting into this this huge new industry of not farming. It's a great job. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. I mean, do you only just have to own some land to get in on that, or is there requirements of like you have to actually have like so many cows or pigs or something like what's the right the, i mean can they just buy some land and get paid for owning land is that is that how it goes i think with some of this stuff it's um they they still produce it but they're paid to not put it onto the market because they don't want there to be like a sudden uh over supply i guess yeah which which if that's the case that kind of drives me nuts because there's yeah. so much good you could do with that extra food and like it still be paid like if you're going to pay for people to literally toss the the food that they create why not why aren't we just giving it to communities or other countries that are in food scarcity you know like why aren't we doing that with the extra food that we produce well i yeah. think the reason for that is that the transportation of those produce is such a huge part or of the cost of the produce. And that when you pay them to just, um, you know, they, they have to grow. Cause if you don't grow, you're, you're not, you know, replenishing your soil, you know, you can't just let it sit. You have to keep growing. Um, and if, you know, if it's cheaper for them to just grow it and then pitch it, than it is to grow it and then distribute it to people who need it. I know that's shitty, but I mean, I, I would think that is the reason why they, they do that. Yeah, I guess um the transportation, but I mean, we have food that comes from all over the globe. So I feel like the transportation could be solved if, if there was, you know, willpower and it wasn't making so much money to do it the other way. So I know that there's another um thing that gates has been accused of um and that's the the medical tampering scenario is that also oh, right yeah like upset he's, about yeah i didn't think about that he's he's hugely involved in um the preventing the release of the covid vaccine like it could, if if it wasn't for um bill gates lobbying it's possible that we would have the COVID vaccine being produced by, um, you know, third world countries instead of just having to be purchased from our huge pharmaceutical companies. Is that what you're referring to? I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, there's also all of the testing that took place. Um, I, I'm not quite sure on the timing. I believe it was late 90s, early 2000s, um, but they were doing testing of medications um on because he has like the uh one of his foundations um and they were assisting in using third world countries as test subjects on medications and vaccines um, oh yeah sure so that's an, that's another ding right there right there because i mean they, they were they weren't even even distributing medication that was fully tested and made sure that it was safe and they were just giving it to poor communities in Africa. 
May, is this for his like anti-malaria campaign that he's on? I don't know if it's the malaria campaign, um, but I know that there were a couple of different drugs. I think one of them was the um, was uh, AIDS medication. Um, I know that there were a couple other different drugs. Um, it's not just one; it's a whole slew of them um, that were being given given out over there. So the accusation is that he's using test subjects in these third world countries under the guise of just providing free medical care, but actually it's for the purpose of like medical science. Is that the idea? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty shitty. The I mean the it's kind of sad to say that you kind of have to be scared when rich people get involved in the process of giving medicine to third world countries. Yeah. Um yeah, so I I mean there's also um uh, I mean there's also with Bill Gates the Jeffrey Epstein connection as well. Mm, definitely. True. Definitely. And he was um he was known to, to have visited Epstein even after the uh, original ac- accusations were dropped. Mm. Yeah, he 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 definitely had meetings, and he's he's denied it publicly that like he didn't even know him. Um, however, there's there's multitudes of um, pictures and photo evidence and all these kinds of things from parties that that he was at. Um, with Epstein and a lot of those actually came from Trump um, having those pictures and providing those to the um, the major news networks um, during the during <laughs> that time so um, so there's a plus one I'll give it to him um, but also the same with with you know a lot of those other politicians as well um, it's right. it's really creepy so and I guess if we want to cap uh, bill gates off there's the um theory that um uh his divorce was just like a tax scheme are you aware of that i had not heard that tell me more his divorce with melinda yeah his divorce with melinda was basically just like a way um for them to be forced quote unquote to sell off like their stock in microsoft and other things because you know it's a little more difficult to split certain assets right um so uh the 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 idea is that maybe he he I mean and then Bezos got divorced around the same time so the idea is that maybe they were um doing some kind of tax fraud basically um trying to avoid some kind of payout um by getting divorced basically and splitting up their their company that's very interesting imagine that conversation though in your own relationships like babe we got to get divorced <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have to pay some taxes. Um, yeah, we can make so much fucking money on the house. <laughs> yeah. Do you, can you see how well that would go over? Um, <laughs> I, am, I imagine lots of immediately sleeping on the couch um, for trying to have that conversation myself. Um, yeah, well, I'm sure that, um, that, that their relationships are much different than ours. <laughs> oh, you know, for sure. I mean, can you imagine how creepy those relationships really have to be um, in order to, I mean, I mean, let's assume that she also knew that he was friends with Epstein, right? Sure. Like, I would assume that. Yes. I mean, money, if that's the, the motivation, I mean, really makes people be okay with 
a bunch of things that they shouldn't be okay with. Right. Um, so let's let's move on to Jeff. So Jeff, who's your least favorite billionaire and why do you dislike them? It's Bezos. Bubba Bubba Bezos. Yep. First of all, he's got my name and that's annoying. Your name's Bezos? Like, I didn't know. I no, know Jeffrey, obviously. Um and so I don't know, like he is someone who comes up in conversations. Like I'll be out places and I'll hear somebody say, Oh, Jeff, blah, 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 blah. Or not Jeff. Nobody calls him Jeff, but (laughs) Jeffrey or Jeffrey Bezos, you know, but like, I will hear his name and I'll be like, huh, what's going on? And they're not talking about me. So that's a good enough reason to hate him right there. (laughs) That's fair. Um, That's definitely fair. But also I feel like he's much like Musk. He got very rich off of, a super obvious concept, you know, that being Amazon, you know, and for Musk, it was PayPal, you know, this super obvious idea, of course, the internet is going to need a place to shop and, you know, whatever he did it. Um, and, and then he's just using his money for all these stupid side projects that like, what's his, is it blue origin or what is his space thing? Yeah, I think it's called Blue Origin. Uh, it's something. It's but it's like, it's, it's it. just... <laughs> exactly, yeah, it's like, definitely. it's not SpaceX, you know? Like, and that's the whole point. Like, he's got the money to do it, and so it's just, like, a, a dick-measuring competition to see who can get into space. Which is, like, super ironic that all these billionaires are trying to, like, run off into space, and we're all just sitting around, like, cheering it on instead of being, like, hold up, why are you leaving with all our fucking loot, you know? And all our NASA money. Uh, right, yeah. Like, we're gonna need to go to space, too, guys. Come on now. But... So, especially with, with Blue Origin, which is definitely what it's called, um... He he hasn't. I mean, he's he's successful in it, but it's also not paying for itself. So what? So what's the motivation there, right? Like, what do you think his motivation is? Because it just it seems weird coming from him. So that part of it actually kind of makes me like him. Anybody who is willing to sink their fortune into a passion that is clearly not going to pay off, I have got a little bit of respect to. But, like, I, I think it's just the end game for him is to be in the history books as one of the guys that made the, you know, space into an industry. You know, whether or not he profits from it, and I think he will eventually if they keep going, you know, especially if they pivot from this, you know, stupid, um, uh, like, vacationing people to space. What's that called? But just space, space tourism. tourism. Yeah, space tourism. That's, yeah. So if it wasn't for space tourism, um, you know, if he would pivot from that into like space mining or space exploration, you know, and, and I don't know, maybe they do more of the like actual like satellite delivery or whatever than like, I don't know virgin's space program does but it just seems like you know the two of them are just going back and forth trying to figure out who can get the most billionaires into space you know that's just obnoxious that and amazon is just running the american economy the world economy really like small businesses can't compete you know they're going out of business even big box businesses are having a hard time competing you know well, they basically just have when... to mimic amazon to survive or partner with them yeah. Right. 
you know. Yeah, the other day I got a package from uh, Amazon. It was it was New New Egg's logo on the on the box. Oh, so New Egg shipping through Amazon now? That's I great. guess I don't know. Yeah, so a lot of companies are doing just that. Like they have their own website that they try to sell stuff on, and then they also have an Amazon store, um, so that Amazon can take a portion of their their revenue away from them. Um, I think I think when it comes to Bezos, I was gonna to try to pivot a little bit. Um, is the the treatment of workers issue right? Because we talked about um, we talked about unions a little bit, and I mean Amazon has been told specifically and is called out as a union buster, um, right? A union buster company, and and it's really so. So not only are they soaking up and making it more different difficult for other companies but the the way that they're doing it is by treating people like shit yeah for sure and and from what i understand um they have a like almost like department that's dedicated to union busting that runs like it they hire a bunch of like ex spooks basically right they hire a bunch of people from the cia to work there and um and and you know drive those union busting efforts so they basically have like a private cia within amazon that doesn't seem surprising to me at all <laughs> yeah yeah they i mean they would say i mean it's been released they would they were sending out memos to people saying that you know if you tried to form a union we we retaliate against you and they had videos for managers on how to spot if a union is attempting to form <laughs> And, right. you know, it's it's really it's just really not good, you know, especially and they pay them a fake good wage. Right. Like when you have people working in your warehouses, you know, they're they're like, yeah, we have no problem paying people um, what they perceive as being a, a good minimum wage of like 15 bucks or whatever the case may be. Um, but we when just don't you, pee. yeah, we just won't let you go to the bathroom, but even if we pay you that we're okay with paying you that because on inflation, the, the minimum, if the minimum wage kept up with inflation, you'd definitely be making well over $20. Um, so we're still paying you the equivalent of 750 an hour because inflation's been so bad over the past 20 years that it doesn't matter if we raise you up a little bit because it's not going to affect our margins at all. And so people feel like they're getting something good when they're actually really not getting a good deal. Um, $15 just isn't enough. It's just not enough. Sure. Um, I mean, well, there's also safety concerns and health concerns working in the Amazon warehouse too. That that the fifteen dollars doesn't really take into account. They're expecting people to work themselves like to the bone for like three or four years and then have to quit because their back hurts and never get any of the like payouts for health insurance or anything because they have people to shut all that stuff down. Yeah, they had a couple cases of um, like older women. Um, who would work really hard in the in the warehouses and then would um, something medical would happen to them or you know they'd faint or <clears throat> whatever from either exhaustion or dehydration or whatever the case may be and then when they had to go get medical assistance they by the time they got back they'd wind up they would fire them 
um right for being gone so what do you what do you do that actually happened to a friend of mine um to her mom Uh, her mom was a driver for amazon and she ended up like she was pretty close to retiring um and she ended up breaking her arm and like they laid her off while she was recovering and well they didn't lay her off they they put her on leave and told her she'd be able to come back when she was healed up but when they were when she was finally healed up like the uh they were doing firings for like the end of like seasonal whatever business and they just lumped her into that and laid her off damn so bullshit yeah. yeah, I mean, it's there's like an increasing number of people whose boss is an app, and normally we think about that like DoorDash and what have you, but Amazon, I think, is a like the Amazon warehouse is really a big example of that. You know, like how automated the um, labor management is there, and like timetables and stuff like that that they have to stick to. Oh, sure, just the metrics that they have to meet. You know, and it's no wonder that you know, managers end up being monsters because of those metrics that they're told they have to meet or they'll lose their job. You know, it doesn't excuse anyone for behaving the way they do, but it does, like, I don't know, give an explanation, I suppose. Well, yeah, I mean, the manager's put into a position where they can barely do anything else. I mean, they they probably don't have that good of prospects either. They're probably only making, like, $3 an hour more than the people working in the warehouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, I mean, when it comes to those stats, like they have people wear um, like devices on them that track where they are in the warehouse, how long it takes them to get from one point to another, whether or not they're away from their station, going to the restroom, trying to go to the restroom or whatever the case may be. They're they're being tracked the entire time, um, just the same way that you would track a a, a bot or machine doing the same, doing the same work, right? Like they have, they have right. tracking devices on them, like they're cattle, you know? Right. But I mean, I think that's the end goal is for them all to be replaced by machines, right? Like, sure. is, aren't they already doing that? Like they have mechanical pickers already for their, for those things so that they can get like the intricate, you know, movement of arms or whatever to be cheap enough to use. I'm sure they'll just have everything being packed by robots too and shipped off and delivered by drone. Like I'm sure the end goal is just to cut the human portion out of it completely. And like, that sounds like great on one hand, but on the other hand, like that's a lot of jobs. They're just going to be gone, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. They'll be left to order stuff on Amazon. Yeah. They'll, they'll have no customer base to order anything because they've, automated everybody's jobs away that's the concern yeah right? but if they put every other business out of business then people have no choice but to buy from them right yeah but if like, they can't afford to that's the other that's the the flip side of the coin is who's it's okay who's that's what your amazon approved credit cards for man Ooh, nice <laughs> nice one gotta get yeah. those points yeah everybody's just on a firm payments <laughs> for the rest of their lives i owe my soul to the company store my guy yeah <laughs> you get amazon credits by doing by doing jobs outside of amazon that they want done Ugh. social security sponsored by blue sky <laughs> <laughs> yeah. social security is inexplicably linked to the performance of the blue sky stock <laughs> well wigs what is who's your least favorite billionaire um mine i've got i don't really have one i've got a couple um that's good 
and there's some things that they I, that they do that I like, and there's some things I really don't like. Um, and so I have to put them kind of all in the same class. Like I'll mention some names okay. and then put in, put them together, right? So so the problem the ones that I have the biggest problem with are Michael Bloomberg, Bill Gates, like you said. Um, Bezos, like Jeff said, um, I've also got some beef with, with Musk and, um, Zuckerberg and, and, and I all have to kind of link them all in together. Um, um, so let me pick one out, right? So we already kind of talked about Bill Gates and I agree with everything that was said there. Um, we talked about Bezos and I agree with just about everything there. Um, so let's talk about Elon a little bit. So while I, I respect a motivation to buck the government when they deserve to be bucked, um, he also plays this game of, I'm going to say ridiculous shit just so that my stock moves. Um, sure. And and I feel like like that's really terrible to anybody who would be an investor in any way, including his employees. Um, I think that so I think he manipulates his stock, and he does it. And it, if you look at the pattern, he really does it purposefully. So you would assume that when he would say something, that the stock would go up. But what happens is he says something and the stock goes down. And then when his quarterly reports comes out, the stock goes back up again. So he can predict he's making prediction in the stock market, um, which I think is is really, really bad for for our economy as a whole, um, especially since he's proving that it's it, that anybody could do that. He's anybody all... with uh, the world's biggest social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, Bezos could do it. Bill Gates could do it. Any of them sure. could do it because he's proven that it's effective. Um, the other thing is, so with with Musk's space program, yes, he's doing he he's kind of replacing NASA, and I don't like it. Um, I, like like Jeff mentioned earlier, I really enjoy the fact that we have a public space program because that's where I, I don't like corporations taking over what should be the government's responsibility. Um, and that's also when we were talking earlier about like charter schools, right? You're essentially letting corporations take over what should be the responsibility of the government for the public good. Um and he's they're making money hand over fist because it's just being given to them yeah i mean they're siphoning money out of nasa uh and using it for something that's probably less efficient than nasa would be yeah um and i don't know it just in and what do you say to kids who want to go to school to learn what you would need to learn to be in a kind of program like that what you're telling them is that then at that point not only do they have to have to learn what they need to learn but they have to have the experience necessary for someone like musk to hire them 
and it's just not feasible. You know, there's no government program that you could go into and get your feet wet and experience and be part of something bigger. There, it's it's really locked down. Um, and so I, I really hate that. Um, those two things from him. Um, when it comes to sure. when it comes to Zuck, I mean, it, I don't like to poke fun at people's like. Things that they can't control. Um, however, I don't think it's good for somebody who's in charge of a social media company to look like a robot. Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't like how AI was one of the progenitors of human social media. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. At all. He is pretty creepy, and I mean, I, I think to some degree, like, you say it's something you can't control, but I think to some degree, having that much money almost, like, inherently brings that out in a way. You know, maybe if you have those tendencies already. Yeah, I mean, but if you have that much money, why couldn't you hire somebody to teach you how to smile so that you don't look like a killer robot? Like, <laughs> very true. <laughs> I think that along the same lines, it's more along the idea that in order to be a billionaire, you have to be like a literal psychopath. Like, right. In order to hoard that much wealth, you have to look at other people like they're less than you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to stomach what they're going through and what you could do to help them, you know? And so that's why, you know, you have like. Bezos and Musk and Zuckerberg, who are all clearly, you know, suffer from psychopathy of some kind. Like they're they're clearly not, you know, great people. Um, sure. And I, I think you just have to be that kind of person to to maintain that kind of wealth. Right. So maybe maybe what really what he could control in that case was he could have chosen not to be the public face of the company and just run things from behind the scenes. And he didn't make that choice, so I feel like we're we're entitled to make fun of him for it. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Like he, I, if anything, I'm saying that these are horrible people. Please make right. fun of them. Oh, yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? definitely. <laughs> like they're morally bankrupt people. Like every single billionaire, every single one of them. Yeah, morally bankrupt. Yeah, I'm. You know? I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't know of anything business related that i know that musk has come out and said things like you know his employees all have to be like on prem or whatever the case may be but i don't know if either of them have done anything that goes against their workforces like like health the way that bezos has you know, like even even uh, with I Gates. think SpaceX probably does the way that yeah. they they overwork people. So I mean, and Tesla, Tesla as well. Tesla factory workers with with Musk and also with with um with Bezos or with um Zuckerberg. There's I was gonna say Zuckerberg. There's 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 all the like Indonesian people who have to like moderate Facebook content. So I'm sure those people have seen some horrible horrible shit on his behalf. Yeah, for sure. And I was just going to say that I do remember Musk um, union busting at the Tesla factories. They were thinking about using Isaac. Oh, right. Yeah. It. So, yes. So he's also one much like Bezos to to union bust. Yeah. 
and those companies i mean they hire a lot of like highly paid engineers obviously but they also like basically their trick is that they subcontract out anything that's that's requires uh unfair labor practices so that then that way they can look really good yeah this is for another sure. company doing it on their behalf yeah uh, you know and it makes you wonder um i don't know i mean so 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 talk about talking about zuck um i don't know of any specific outside of something like outsourcing people i'm not aware of anything that's particularly egregious um outside of something like that um i don't remember any hearing anything about like union busting i don't remember hearing anything about like them having bad benefits or anything um but at the same time the dude's just creepy <laughs> but yeah well i mean there's also the fact that like facebook was involved in a genocide do you know about that like the Rohingya genocide no please please speak yeah that uh, there was a lot of um, like it was, it's it's kind of tied up in the same time that uh, it it got a little bit overshadowed by um, the fake news stuff um, surrounding Trump um, in the sense that you know it was this is this it's, it was like kind of the same situation right where a company bought a bunch of ads. Um, uh, to push some sort of political agenda, except in this case, it was, you know, genocidal propaganda that they used to get people on board with their um, agenda. Let me look up a country that happened in real quick. Right. So so basically what happened was that there was a genocide in Myanmar against the Rohingya people um, in 2016 and 2017 um, that forced more than 800,000 people to flee the country. Um, and Facebook has acknowledged that it was used to foment division and incite offline violence in Myanmar. Um, but they've been like obstructing investigations into uh, exactly what their role, if it was. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible! It's so terrible. So, I mean, a little a step beyond union busting. Yeah, definitely a step beyond for sure. Um... I mean that this all just kind of goes back to Jeff's point about yeah sure you can make a mistake but I mean you got to be honest about how these people have just been corrupted by power and money. Well, and again, I I think that it's you know mental health issues as well. I mean it's really clear with Zuckerberg and his like hyper focus on the meta idea, like of changing the name of Facebook the matter of his company to, to Meta and like just tossing hundreds of millions of dollars down the toilet trying to build out this really like just bad version of what virtual reality could be you know that is some like top tier hyper focus going on there that is clearly a symptom of you know some kind of mental health issue of some kind. so <laughs> we want to talk about that real quick so the crazy thing about that um about that program is so i was listening to um post malone on rogan last week or maybe it was earlier this week um and they were talking 
directly about that. I guess Post Malone got one got one of the devices and jumped onto whatever it was, and it was full of children. Um, there were no adults; it was just kids. Hmm. Um, which is pretty scary to me. Um, that they have all these kids using the specific program. Like, who knows where they came from, but they've they've got to be the children of employees for the most part. Well, they closed down yeah. the Habo pool, you know, so they have to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and, but they did have, like, there was, like, this over 18-year-old bar or whatever, like, as a, a space there. And there was only one other person in it when he walked in. <laughs> and so you've also got to wonder about the motivations of the one adult who's on the server with 800 kids or how many how many ever he said right like that's not a safe environment <laughs> if anybody can just sure. get in there and it's mostly just a bunch of children so yeah that's that's a problem <laughs> that nobody's talking about it's a problem that nobody's talking about for good reason because <laughs> no one cares about meta anymore. Yeah, yeah, no one cares about meta. Yeah, it's it's just it's like I understand why he got so excited about it. Like Ready Player One came out, you know that was exciting. What a vision for the future of you know his technological world that he wants to live in, and he wants to be the person to you know bring that to life. You know. I appreciate that hustle a bit, but not being able to cut your losses is is just a sign of of hyper focus. Yeah, there's definitely some mental issues, like you're saying. You know, I mean, it's obvious with just about all of them. Like Gates, he he appears in public, but he's got you can tell he's uncomfortable all the time or at least he was up until about i don't know maybe eight years ago i don't know what changed maybe maybe he's taking psychedelics now um and he's just chill and he's just chill but he used to be i think he used to be a lot more comfortable in public too when when microsoft was just doing microsoft's thing you know like he was good talking about that stuff but um you know the the him being an independent public persona hasn't gone quite as well yeah and i mean musk as much as i mean he they're all just as awkward um i mean musk when you when you're looking at him and he's trying to speak he stops and it's like he's there's something else going on in his head that he's trying to fight off while he's trying to think of what he wants to think about whether or not that's just you know maybe he is just super duper smart who knows maybe he is actually super duper smart but the awkwardness <laughs> but the awkwardness still comes out and you know there's a lot of the stuff that he says that you can tell he thinks is really clever that nobody else thinks is really clever <laughs> um which is also kind of a sign of of not being as attached to reality as you think you might might normally be yeah that would be a great twist of irony if he was like actually the smartest person alive but you know it, he's seen as just a clown <laughs> right you know well i like, mean no we matter what before, he does he can't help that 
Yeah, I mean, we talked before about him just being the worst of a different alien race, right? Um, <laughs> just sent over, you know, he's their worst. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean better than us. <laughs> so just because they're <laughs> aliens, um, you know, and then, I mean, just going back to Zuck, I mean, he he's so awkward. I mean, when you when you watch him at the Congress hearings and and stuff, when they bring him in, he's just he he looks kind of jaundiced, um, like it's fake fake skin, like data on Star Trek. Right. Um, and he's got creepy and, eyes. He's got creepy eyes and his smile is robotic. And so like I can't I can't trust you. You know, you're not human enough for me to trust you. And yeah, it's just it's too much for me. It's too much for me. That being said, what are the the dumbest things that these billionaires are doing right now? What's some of the really stupid things that they're doing or things that we think are stupid? Hmm, we've hit on so many already. I mean, metaverse um I'll I'll go ahead and else? say it. I'll go ahead and yes, say go, it. Yes, go go for it. SpaceX SpaceX rockets looking like dicks. <laughs> so so he decided that even if a different design might be more aerodynamic, he'd rather have his rocket look like a dick. And that, that like that something that goes... was like leaked in an internal memo or something? Uh, no. No, I mean he he said it. He said out loud that there were other designs that they had that were more aerodynamic, but he just wanted it to look that way. Hell yeah. <laughs> so commit to the bit. <laughs> yeah, committing to the bit. <laughs> um, you know, and then and then when you really think about it, so when they did their first like big successful launch, right? He had the Tesla inside the rocket. And then he launched the car out of the rocket like it was jizz um so so why um that was <laughs> that was just a waste of money <laughs> um, yeah i think th i i think i can point to that as being the exact moment where i knew that spacex and Elon musk in general was just kind of beyond saving it's when he shot a a tesla into space i was yeah, like that okay, was yeah this is that was even before like his his like right wing turn too. Like th at that point, in yeah, time, he was still yeah. kind of like a you know liberal darling. Mm -hmm. And well, here's the thing that I find really crazy about some of these um, when it comes to Musk in particular. Um, some of his ideas, and and this is happening a lot lately, where you have people who are on the left or what was considered the left 20 years ago, who have the same views that they always had, but the public perception of what it means to be left or right has shifted. Because I think that there's a lot of the views that, that some of these guys have that were really popular on the left not that long ago, um, but have been decided that those are no longer things that the left wants to support and so now they're they're right um there's definitely right views that they have i'm not saying that i mean so let's talk about tech companies right so all of these tech companies were considered leftists 
10 years ago. Um, what do you mean? Like, so, so technology, the tech sector has always been dominated by left-leaning individuals um, and left-leaning ideologies. Oh, you mean like Silicon Valley? Yeah, like Silicon Valley. Um, however, over the past decade, they're starting to become the enemy, and I'm not quite sure why. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's probably because, like, they were giving some kind of positive vision of the future in a way, right? At least to some people. And then now suddenly we're in the future and it kind of sucks. So <laughs> people want to take it out on somebody. I never looked at it like that. That's a really interesting view. I think there's also the idea that technology was kind of punk rock back in the day in the sense that it was like, you know, partially unregulated and people were doing all these big, exciting things. And it was people working out of garages, you know, and then the, the dot-com bubble hit. And it was like, you know, again, people working from their homes, putting together these websites that were doing these big things. And it was like people that were looking to make some money and shape the future of this new technology. And that's like exciting, like youthful energy. And then as that evolved and Silicon Valley and just tech in general became so um, like cash rich, like it became such a, a profitable industry. Basically what I'm getting to is I think anytime lots and lots of money is involved, anytime it becomes like a truly like corporate viewpoint on a company, like when they start leaning towards you know, profitability over, you know, expansion and, you know, um, like research development. Uh, that, I think, is when it tends to start leading more right. You know, that that fiscally conservative, hey, please don't tax my money. I don't want to pay for public services kind of thing. And I think that is why it's looking more towards the right at the moment is because there's just so much money in it. And when there's that much money, like, of course you don't want to pay taxes, you know, you want to keep your money, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, and I think uh, when there's a lot of, honestly, like the early days, it was like, there's a lot of free money flying around in a way, right? Like startup capital and that stuff. And these companies weren't expected to make a, make a profit. And now it's sort of swinging the other direction where they kind of are. And now that they are, they're, basically tacking towards the ideology that would help them do that yeah they're they're also big enough at, in time that the government's starting to try to regulate them and i mean they're they're a decade behind in trying to do that and the people who are trying to do it are at least 30 decades too old to understand the technology but that's a different subject <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. I agree with those points wholeheartedly. Um, so some other dumb stuff that uh, that billionaires are doing. Um, trying to physically look at the Titanic. Um, in <laughs> Not even physically look at it. Yeah, right? they can't even... Just be in a metal tube as close as possible to the Titanic. And then looking at it on a video. Looking at it through a bathroom window. Yeah, it's too dark down there to actually see it. So you're just looking at it through video, which you could definitely have done from safety. 
<laughs> How many of the leaders were actually on that sub? Uh, three. The fourth was the pilot. Oh, damn. I mean, but they... I don't know if they're necessarily billionaires. They're millionaires, right? I mean, they're rich enough to be on that sub, but I don't know if they're actually any... Yeah, I don't know whether or not... I mean, the owner... Um, I believe he was a billionaire. Of the, the owner of the company. Um, and he was on there. But the other guy and his son... Um, I, I don't think where they were billionaires. I just think they, like Jeff said, I think they just had a lot of money. I mean, it was yeah, $250,000 for their seats, which I mean, feasibly, I mean, you could definitely sell your house if it was that important to you and, and <laughs> get a spot. Um, but, but just the idea of let's, let's try to look or get as close as possible as we can to one of the biggest catastrophes of of our civilization and then not do it properly and <laughs> have another catastrophe and then be surprised about it. Yeah. Um, Hopefully the blue sky uh, rockets are made out of carbon fiber too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Uh, we can put the dumb stamp on that one. And this doesn't surprise me, and it's these reasons why I'm not surprised that orcas are tipping over rich people's boats and eating them. Yes, the orca uprising is upon us. <laughs> yeah, we we actually considered naming, uh, for just a second, naming naming the pod the orca pod. Uh, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, we, we had talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it, but it's a little too on the nose and a little too specific. Um. <laughs> yeah, too to- too topical. It's it's not going to be news here once you know. Actually, it, it might continue to be news. Who knows? It depends on what Hopefully. those males are really up to. You know, right? I I for one think that they um. Of course, I think they're aliens. Uh, I think that you think whales orcas are aliens. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, lay this one on me. Okay, well. I don't really have any basis for thinking that they're aliens, other than I think that they have spaceships underwater where they are stealing these rudders and other like mechanical things and building mech suits that they will wear on land. Sick. Yes, and then they will come and attack. Now, next year I am planning on making a trip out to Big Sur uh, where I'll be making a sacrifice and letting them know that they have my allegiance. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. okay. I would sense. suggest you guys, if not attend with me, send something along as an offering of goodwill. Uh, the idea here being that when they do rise from the oceans and attack, they will, uh, much like uh, Passover, they will spare us. Right. So. Well, they'll need some compradors among the humans to uh, to enforce their will, right? You, you can't just. Well, they, yeah. They don't want to exterminate us. They want to rule us, right? I don't even know if they want to rule us. I think they just want us to stay out of the ocean, and ah. we won't do that. Sure. So then they're yeah. going to come on land to teach us a lesson. Yeah, we, we right. do kind of need the ocean. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. Not going to go in the ocean anytime soon. Well, I mean, we could we could do it a little bit more sustainably. Probably. Oh, we definitely could do that, but it's not going to stop us from utilizing it. I don't I'm know. Mech suit might do it because if we try, the whales get us. I mean, right? they can have mech suits. I mean, Japan's got a Gundam, so I'm not. 
<laughs> overly concerned. Yeah, but imagine a Gundam big enough for a blue whale to pilot it. That's yeah. going to be like Godzilla-sized mecha. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see that. Well, how's it going to... What's the power source, though? Because it can't be... Hydrogen, man. Hydrogen power. It's just water power. Right. They yeah, sent all those dude. people who invented hydrogen-powered cars to the bottom of the sea. Um, mm-hmm. The big, big, big oil did that. So now, now the orcas are uh, gonna get them back. They told them, yeah, that sub was actually crushed by the whales. The people on the sub were taken captive, and they are being tortured to find out more information about what's going on up here on land. Mm. Ah, that's a fact. Interesting. I wonder about the hydrogen power source with how much salt's in the ocean. I wonder what they're using to filter that. I mean, that. it'll just make their mechs extra strong because they're, they're salty as hell, ready to get revenge. <laughs> they're just hell so yeah. salty. <laughs> These orcas are so salty. So, that, so orcas are definitely against the billionaires. Um, they're, they're at least picking on the billionaires first. If we go with with Jeff's assumption that they're aliens, right? So what is? And I want to. Right. Thank you. Right. Um, what do you? Th- why do you think they're picking out billionaires? Like why are they? They're specifically targeting billionaires' yachts. Because they're the ones with super yachts sailing around the ocean, polluting everything. You yeah, know? they'd be targeting like... if I had a yacht too. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, you can't rip the rudder off of a cruise ship, you know? But you can not definitely yet, do it to a, a super yacht. Right, not until you have the mech suit, right. Maybe maybe the cruise ships will become their mechs somehow. Ooh. Like, a couple of blue wheels could probably fit in one of those. And if they just build legs on it, maybe? It's just Transformers? Yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 So, so if they're, so they definitely like like Rab was saying, they definitely need some kind of collusion with people on land. Is that do we have? Is there like a group of orcas that have figured out a way to be sustained on land, and they're the ones that are kind of operating everything in the background? Are they the deep state, the orcas? I would the assume Mariana's trench state. the deepest state the deepest state of all (laughs) I would assume that um, there are already humans working with them you know they've got to have some way of actually building this stuff and that's hard to do with flippers you know so I assume they've recruited some assistants now it could be that they are not aliens but they are being assisted by aliens that's a possibility, you know. Maybe aliens are working with them and like slowly building them up, training the army. These rudder attacks are just like little practice assaults. Is that is that know? why Congress is so uh, straightforward on? That's releasing? why it's non-human ent- entities, you know, non-human intelligence. Ah, it's because it's actually orca intelligence. Yeah, they didn't say it was non-mammal. Yeah. Yeah, and they they also said that they didn't want to specify as to whether or not it was a group from outer space or terrestrial. Right. So, right. Man, maybe you're onto it. Maybe the orcas are are either aliens or they're like the aliens' dogs. 
Yeah, I suddenly think maybe we shouldn't release this episode. Maybe I'll edit this whole part out. <laughs> yeah, this may be a little too much for... This might be a little too real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is something an Orca a cooperator would do. Ooh, That's are true. you... Yeah. Not Jeff. Really secrets. Yes. Jeff. Yes. Are you a psyop? I mean, I already said that I'm siding with the whales. I'm making a, a pilgrimage and a sacrifice. I don't know what more you want from me. I'm pro-whale. I, for one, welcome my mechanical orca overlords. I mean, I guess <laughs> I've seen... I mean, I guess I've seen what humans can't and can't be. Maybe that's something I need to need to meditate about and come to a decision yeah, on. Join me. Join us. There's There are dozens of us. One of us. One <laughs> of us. Part of the crew, part of the ship, and that ship is the Titanic. Oh, so dark. Um, <laughs> so, so there's definitely the deep, deep state um, of of these these orcas. I mean, how how deep does it go? What do you think they're in charge of currently? Like, do we think they've the got, yeah? Do we think they've got the U.S. government in tow? Are they? No, no. I mean, if they no, did, they would think I, this we'd is. Better. Yeah, this is like a guerrilla level assault at this point. This is ground level. Maybe know? they've captured some marine biology departments. So this isn't like Illuminati level yet. This is just no, no. We have not reached the level of the Illuminate. The, the Illuminate. You gotta drink some of that Illuminate when it gets hot outside. Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm always drinking that. Illuminate. Yeah, the Illuminate is good. The question is, is it salty? It's got electrolytes. It's got what the body needs. <laughs> Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I give it to plant my house plants, so I don't know how they could live without it. Um, They're all growing into the shape of pyramids. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe that's getting some oh, weird eyes, guys. What if Atlantis was their headquarters? What if they stumbled upon Atlantis, which we had abandoned or lost, and they've taking them this long to adapt to the point that they can use our technology. Ah, uh, Graham Hancock was right. There was a lost civilization and the aliens found it before we did. Oh, there's absolutely... Atlantis is absolutely real. Oh, for sure. That's, that shit's yeah, real. Yeah, 100%. I agree. If you aren't spending some time exploring your Atlantean wounds, you're not living life. No. Right? Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> wholeheartedly. Alright, guys. Well, that's that's been our, our, our grudge with uh with billionaires so and how orcas will help us fight back yeah yeah yep, and the the orca revolt all right guys thank you for joining us today as we talked about billionaires um we hope that you guys join us for our next episode and we will see you all soon bye bye bye, bye.